Welcome back to another episode of Heavy. As always, the madman Jason Lechberg is on the scene, and we have a special guest, David Castillo, partner and head talent buyer at St. Vitus Bar in Brooklyn, New York. We're going to be talking about booking shows. We're going to be talking about touring, all that good stuff. We're live streaming again in the Facebook group, so if you have any questions, post them in the comments, and we'll try to get to them. So let's get rocking. Why don't we bring up our special guest, David Castillo, uh, partner and head talent buyer over at St. Vitus Bar. And I'm going to let you guys take it away. Woo! What's Yo, up, what's happening, guys? <laughs> How you doing? I'm um, great. Just hanging Excellent. out. Booked a bunch of shows today. Keep it nice. You know? Anything you can talk about or it's all it's all under wraps still? Um, some stuff under wraps, some stuff, you know, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that we just announced. It was pretty big, like, um, Napalm Death to be one, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, everything's good, man. Can't complain. That's great. So when I talk to people about what St. Vitus is, mm -hmm. uh, I talk to, to them and I basically say, this is, and it's kind of my shorthand. I don't know if you would call it this, but I say that St. Vitus is New York's new CBGBs. And definitely from the perspective of the uh, the value, where it sits in the city, what it means to play it, uh, the type of bands that come through, I, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, sure. Regardless, the point that I'm trying to make is that it's, uh, it is the most important venue for heavy music in the city. Um, so Which is an honor. You guys have earned it, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, to start talking about a little bit is, you know, I remember when you opened, I remember uh, my wife saying, oh, I've got a friend who has a friend. They're opening this metal bar in Greenpoint. And I was like, oh, OK, I hope they do well. And very quickly, you were able to grow it into something very reputable. And so was that something that you guys set out with a plan? And like, what are the steps you took to kind of get to where you are now? Um, I think that it was a little bit of a little bit of a plan, a little bit of a just an organic thing, you know. Um, George and Artie came from like wanting to open a bar and more of that background, but they were big uh, music scene guys or musicians who had played in and around the area for a long time. So, you know, that, uh, that kind of set the stage for what we were trying to do. And then I had been booking kind of more DIY, hardcore punk rock and metal shows since I was pretty much like 16 or 17, man, just like doing shit, you know, um, pre-internet. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, um, I think that this place is, was imbued with kind of the right organic passion for what we were trying to do, especially in the city at the time, you know, you mentioned something like CBs, which, you know, it's an honor to, to me to be, you know, that's like, you know, Mount Rushmore shit. Like to me, it, it was just, there was, there was a, uh, we thought there was like an opening, a, a moment where we wanted to create a place along those lines that Coney Island high, uh, other inspirational places. And, and we were just like, you know, we need to put like a little flag in the ground here for what we like and what we're trying to do. And so, yeah, we just, yeah we just went for it just you know did it um and you know it just started really organically and then i think that we we knew what we wanted to be what we were inspired by and we knew what we didn't want to be and uh and, and we kind of just focused in on those things and really just did the things that we thought felt right you know um and, and you know i think that that's really important is to follow that intuition follow your 
you know, your kind of your instinct, but also like what you really what want, you know, like we are a venue that has a point of view, which is not necessarily true of like a lot of places, you know, there's, uh, you know, a lot of bigger theaters and stuff like that. There, you know, kind of anything can pass through there or whatever, you know, but, uh, you know, we're in New York city, we're quite a deal smaller and we're, we're pretty, uh, pretty well curated, you know, we like to make money. We have to make money. Uh, to stay alive and you know there's there's always conversations to be had about that stuff but you know when you're able to you know nine years down the road still be working with bands like Blood Incantation and Napalm Death to Cave In to you know just all, all sorts of stuff Coffins, Machine Girl um, you know Exhumes just, just great stuff all over the map Hyde you know, yeah. we become the kind of place that we want it to be, you know, and it, it it's it's satisfying for that point of view and to feel that like it's it's worked, you know, and that I'm here. Right great. <laughs> so so when you talk when you're, you know, being approached by a band that's reaching out to you, maybe they're a little bit of a smaller band. What sure. are kind of what are you looking for to aside from your gut and obviously what you understand that the curated sound for the venue, yeah. you know, what are you looking for to see from a band to give them a shot to even an opening slot or even, or, or bigger? Yeah. I mean, first off, uh, I got to just think that you're fucking good. <laughs> you know, like I know that that's, that's like, um, you know, it, it seems kind of subjective or silly but you know there's just a quality to to playing to musicianship and, and stuff like that i've been in bands for a long time i've played a lot i like to think that i can kind of feel when an act is you know starting out but shows promise and they're good like you're like damn all right like that's not necessarily where it needs to be or this isn't but man they're pretty cool they got some swagger like this is cool let me see that maybe they have an and also like an aesthetic too you know like somebody who writes me and just goes hey we're a band from new jersey and we play these four other venues and like doesn't really tell me much it's like you have to give me you got to paint the picture a bit for me as well you know there's a lot of bands that are coming across um i'd like to hope that i've heard you know your band already you know if i if i can um and just, to, you know, you got to paint that picture a little bit for me, too, you know, and so I can properly assess it. You know, I need music. I like a, a visual. I like, you know, to just sort of see where we're at, you know, because if I look at it, there's a lot that you can tell about a band from all of these other things, too, as far as like where they would want to be placed culturally. I think that that's really important. You know, not every metal band is made equally right. Like, you know, there's a lot of kind of, you know, subgenre parsing and stuff like that, which you know to a degree i don't like to get too bogged down in that but you kind of like you know you could see like oh man this band would really love to be a part of this or that or the other thing and that's what i really try and uh try and assess and just be like all right cool and i, I try and assess too if uh if they're working hard if there's you know room for growth i look at socials for sure uh, I look at things like that to just sort of be like, okay, you know, you don't maybe have to tell me like everything you ate yesterday or whatever, but I want to see you promoting your shows. I want to see you, uh, yeah. you know, just being a part of things, trying to be in the mix a, l a little bit. And that goes a long way. And I think, you know, um, why am I going to put a band out of a show that doesn't want to fucking work for, for the show? You know what I mean? Oh. Especially uh, when you want to get on bigger bills, right? You know, you're like, all right, yeah. well, 
and and look i don't do any of this funny like pay to play bullshit like i don't i'm not about it i think it's fucking heinous and a terrible practice for artists so i just you're not going to get that out of me that may, yeah. and may, maybe that also makes me like uh you know like a inaccessible or you know pain in the ass or whatever the fuck you know if you want to call me pretentious or whatever good for you because uh, you got to earn it the right way yeah and I, I don't i don't think that any of those words apply to you at all in fact <laughs> you're very approachable and you know i mean i anybody who just is at vitus and sees you you'll talk to them you'll you're all you're there often you're out you know even when you're doing shows with your band you know you're out there so i don't think yeah. anyone would say those things about you and i think that you know, you're more forward thinking because all those people who are doing pay to play, they're they're thinking about this moment. They're not thinking about building a band and helping that band grow. It's disingenuous. So, it's also yeah. what it is too. Like if you want to do something that, um, you know, you, you want to move people, you want to, you know, it's disingenuous to constantly sort of have that. It's like buying followers or things like that. There's no shortcuts, man, you know? So that, that's basically it, you know, like, and I think that that's true of a lot of people, at least who have their, um, you know, th that are booking from the right place. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're thinking about things and they're like, all right, uh, I, I want to put something together that's like an evening. That's something, to, you know, to give people. And it's not just about throwing like four bands together that are like halfway, whatever, you know, it's like. Yeah let's really like do something where you're like, wow. Oh, okay. That, you know, even if sonically the bands are a bit different or whatever, but they maybe like weave a, a thread that really works, you know? So that's really what I'm looking for, man. You're curating an evening. You're taking it and you're saying to the, to the audience that if they come into your venue, they're going to have an experience that's going to be enjoyable to them, uh, regardless of whether or not they know who the bands are and that quality level, uh, it, it, does I mean it does so much work not only for the venue but for the bands you know it makes it a place where they want to play because there's a stamp of approval that happens there and it also means that they know that people are going to say I'm going to come have a good time even if I don't know this band and so I'm willing yeah. to take a chance as opposed to some of the other venues you know even in our own city where anybody who has enough money can be on the show and then the public opinion is oh well I've seen all the local bands I need to see, but all they've really seen are just the bands who had the biggest wallet. And just yeah, and it's just like, it happens. It happens a lot in the music industry all over the place. But, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it that to me, you know, you're a young band and stuff. Put your best foot forward, you know, record something and, and, and make it as good as you can. Make a good first impression, you know. And yeah. like you, you only get that like once, you know, and I tell people this all the time. I'm like, look, man, like the three song demo out of your practice space, unless we're maybe like good friends and you've done something before or something like that, where I, I kind of know and I just like need a hint. But a lot of times also, um, it's not just solely my decision, you know, like there are times, especially with national acts touring through where, you know, uh, the band has friends that they want to play with in a particular city or, you know, just the, the agent is a, a good agent and they're not just trying to like let anyone just jump on their show, you know? And so I have to, part of my job is I have to maybe present them with like four or five options, you know, and just mm -hmm. go, Hey, here are five bands that I think would go well with your band, uh, that, that I bought the talent for. And, you know, I'd like to do this. So, 
you know, at that point, it's not always completely up to me as well, too. So I'm, I'm one part of maybe like a whole step of approvals in, in that regard. So that's also important for you to do that. You know, like, oh, maybe you have your, your homies booking the show or a friend at the venue and stuff. But if you want to take it up a couple of notches or maybe impress other people who are booking, you know, agents and managers involved in the bands that you love, that you would love to be part of that mix – Come correct, you know, because they're going to see that stuff. Like, it's not always going to just necessarily be me. Now, granted, uh, you know, I have some great relationships and sometimes it's like, ah, Dave, you know, take care of it or whatever, you know. But uh, more often than not, it's a more collaborative process nowadays. So, you know, the, these these guys want to see that these openers are uh, they're good, they're putting in work, and, uh, and, and they fit the fucking show. Yeah. So, you know, um, what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, it's important for the bands to have, you know, good music, good visual, a point of view and to present all of those things and then also be showing that they're doing the work. So when you're talking about promoting a show when you put a band on a show, what are the kind of like base level things that you would expect a local band to do to promote that show? them are sort of limiting depending on like algorithms and all this you know wildness uh that happens nowadays but i do think that a lot of it is just a little bit of just good old-fashioned effort man you know like post about the show you know what i mean if you got a couple of shows coming up you know and like you're a local band maybe you like say you're from new york right you got two shows in new york and a show for jersey make a little something hey we're playing these three shows coming up blah 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 maybe you know talk about hey if you got new music or something share it with me tell mm -hmm. me as a promoter give me tools to also help promote you you know like i'm not going to know that you have uh, a new single coming out unless i'm looking at it now i got like you know, we we all like every promoter, or especially an in-house venue promoter in a busy city like New York's got like fucking like ninety shows happening. You know, <laughs> and then over the next like four to five months, I'm I'm gonna miss certain things that are coming. But if you're like, hey, put this, you throw it in the Facebook event, and then or you know, you just make me aware of it. Oh, that's great! I can hand that off to my social media person. And every little like point of. Um, just contact where you could like kind of leverage and tell the story a little bit or just you know hey let's let's get more people kind of like into your involved you know and there's definitely people who pay attention to that stuff we're going to the show hey i just heard these guys and uh, i'm coming a little bit early to check them out i heard you know their new single or i saw the new video you know i hear that kind of stuff and uh you know, especially at our place, I feel, you know, people like to come a little bit early and, and check something new out. So I think that that kind of stuff is is, is is really important. Besides, like, you know, the meat and potatoes, post about it, man. Talk about it, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> that simple. Tell your friends. And then you just need to understand what the what everyone's job is and what they need out of it. You guys yeah. need a full room, you know, and obviously you need a good show as well, but you need a full room. And so they've got to give you the tools that you need to have a full room. They need a full room. Also, they need to sell CDs. They need to sell merch. Got to focus on those things and figure out how to do them. And yeah, for sure. 100%. And, and that's really, you know, and, and it's good business for St. Vitus uh, to build bands, right? Like, cool. If the band that I'm cool to today that I think is really good could become my headliner tomorrow, that's fucking great. 
that's all that I want, man. You know, I, I don't want to keep you at first of four. I don't want to do, I want you guys to come out here, play a show that makes sense and fucking murder it. And then, and then come back and then, oh, okay, cool. Now they're the direct support for some band or they're person, but now there's the, the rooms went from, you know, 30% full to, you know, 70% full. And, you know, there's that head of steam. We need that. It's important, yeah. you know? And so any band that I think that I can help build that's more on the local level that I think is good, fuck yeah, man, let's go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, if I, if, if I can chime in for a second, one of the things, and this is, I'm going back in the day, like early 90s, uh, and when I was up in Boston, and Axis was the place to be. And mm -hmm. it wasn't just about going to see the band. So many times I see nowadays is, the band plays, their fans show up, and when they're done, the fans leave. Nobody's ha people weren't hanging around as much as supporting. So like Axis, we didn't care. We just went on a Wednesday night, and we would there. We were there. We'd be upstairs, and we'd go downstairs check out the bands. But it was always like a scene. And I think that's kind of where your your space is. And and one of the things that we did as a band was every time we went in. We just made sure our faces were known. Here's our here's our CD. Here's our cassette, and it was like, you know, when are you going to book us? When are you going to book us? Kind of like building that rapport, and then asking, what do you need from us for you to book us at this venue? Yeah, I think that you know, um, in a lot of ways, that that is important. You know, is to you know make yourself be known and 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 bring. Uh, bring something into a room, you know, like that's just important. You know, uh, bands are like, you know, the, are the presence matters, you know, and, um, and that's, that's the presence off the stage too, you know? And um, I think it's just, it's, it's a cool thing. And like, if you're, you know, it'll be pretty easy to get shows. I think if you're like part of a community, if you're trying to be like, act, you know, just don't be, yourself and shit either man like you know be someone who's doing some shit you know like you know like go to other shows mm -hmm. hang the fuck out talk to somebody in a band who's maybe a local band that's like your size that you want to play with you know like don't there's no like shortcuts you know go, going you know zero to cave-in or zero to napalm death and like like this you know pretty sure yeah. abor aborted worked like you know uh, for the over the past like twenty years to to be the direct support for them, you know, like, and the, these are the sorts of things too. It's like you know, build those relationships and build them with the people that fucking inspire you, you know, like, like, I, I think that that's just really like important. And then you can roll in, and be like, yo, I got three bands, we're all fucking sick, and we're like young and hungry, and we'll play on like a Wednesday, and we'll bring like sixty people, and it's like a little crew. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, yo, all right, cool. Let, let, let's try something. You know, Jason, you were at the club last night, and you are like, hey, you know, there was a show that wasn't um, too different from what I just described, probably. And I yeah. thought that those bands were pretty good, and, like, you know, I had an open night, and I could see that they, they were hungry, they wanted to play, and they'd been trying, and the artwork was cool, and the music was pretty cool. And I was like, you know what? Let's put these guys on. Let's see what, what's up with it, you know? And yeah. uh we're, we're not going to have home runs every fucking day of the week or, you know, they're going to be opportunities and try and seek those and be a part of something. And, and you, you'll see that once you have that going, it, it, it like things will, will open themselves a lot more than just trying to be a lone wolf in this, this whole thing too. That's not, um, 
that, you know, uh, yeah, you want success. I get it. We all do. We, all want, you know, we want to play in busy rooms and have fun and sell merch and, and spread our art. But there's a way to do it um, that th- there's a wider kind of path to that, you know, um, and finding those like months. Yeah. Rising tide lifts all yeah. boats. And, you know, I, I, I can't even tell you how many shows I've booked in my career in front of other bands, like watching other bands play mm-hmm. because you're in the room, because you're part of that. You're developing those relationships. I mean, it's, it's just so important. So yeah, important. totally. Yeah. And yeah. build that community. And that, and that was going back just to kind of full, full circles. That's what we did. We would go to the venues. We'd be regulars at the venue. We got to meet all the people that were fans of the other bands. And we're like, Hey, we're going to be playing here in, in, you know, May. Whether we were or not, we kind of like bullshit it at times because then they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, let us get let us get on our, get you on our mailing list. And then we would turn around and go back to the, the to the to the booker and be like, listen, we have like 60 people on our mailing list. We just got in the last two days. We already told them we're playing in May. So can you make this happen? And that <laughs> did work. That worked once. So, uh, you know, it's really like I mean, that's great advice is just build that community and we've you know, put, putting bands together, creating that bill and coming to you. It's like, like we got 60 fucking people, you know, can we, can we do this? And you're like, you know, make it happen. So, yeah. Yeah. So I I know we do have to wrap up, but you know, uh, Jason, any kind of like little parting words and uh, David, I mean, fantastic stuff. You've already. uh, Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank you, David, for taking the time to chat with us today. I mean, I think that's all really good information and it's all stuff that, that these young bands, you know, need to know and they need to understand better. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see where New York city is going. I don't know how you feel about it. I feel like we've had a little bit of a quiet period for a few years, but it feels like, we're about to start ramping back up again and start, you know, really packing out rooms. And maybe that's just because I have a band again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think that, um, you know, I think New York is, is, is in a good place. I think that there's a lot of, you know, I think these things kind of go, you know, a lot of smaller acts have become bigger. They've done a lot of things and then it kind of, you know, it hollows out a little bit and then like new things are starting to come, you know, and there's a lot of new bands, younger bands, lots of different interesting sounds and uh, a lot of things that are worth your time, worth the time to go and check out. Um, and yeah. I, I think that it, it's it's an exciting time. And I think that it's just about, you know, um, a lot of power is in artists' hands right now and and use it. You know, there's not really that the, the barrier to entry that has been there for so long. There's a lot of noise, but the barrier is lower. But if you make yeah. something great, I'm here to listen to it. And I think a lot of other people will too. And then you can play at the club. <laughs> That's amazing. Right on. So gentlemen, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. I mean, just delivering the goods, telling it like it is. And that's uh, that was a lot of advice that uh, bands can take, take to uh, take to heed. Let's see uh, for a lack of a better word. Anyway, David, thank you so much. Jason, as always, it's a pleasure. Take care, guys. Uh, Thank you. We're going to wrap up here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We're going to put this up on the podcast as well. Check your emails for all that, even the spam fold, because sometimes that happens, and everything else in the latest happenings that's going on in the city. (laughs) 